This is the Shea Spark Show, where business and military leaders share what it means to invest in leadership, relationships, and self-love. And stay tuned for the end of the interview. There is a new coaching segment that you won't want to miss. Do you have scars that you are hiding, that you don't want anyone to know about, that you are afraid that they'll define who you are? Or do you take those scars and peel off the scab that's on them multiple times and heal that and allow that process to grow you rather than to stop you? Well, welcome to the Shea Spark Show formerly known as the Power of Investing in People podcast, and where we interview military and business leaders on what it means to invest in leadership, relationships, and self-love. I am Shay Sparks, your host. I'm the Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we spark leaders to find, use, and share their voice through coaching, podcasts, and publications so that you're fired up about your life and business. And today, my guest is fired up about what you grow through as you heal from those scars, Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris. I am so thankful that we got connected on social media, Facebook. I don't even know how long, and I tried to look back and it wouldn't tell me. But I know that we have many friends in common, and I just remember you seeing you in your bathrobe. I don't even know what you call it. Bathrobe confessions? That's not what it's called. Oh, my goodness. No, that would be a, a good saucy <laughs> right? Would that show, be a... but no, bathrobe moments. and it's Bathrobe uh, moments, that's it. <laughs> yeah, the morning show kind of. Well, now it's a whenever show. Prior to COVID, it was specifically, primarily, ideally uh, uh, known as a morning show but now people get their content where they want to and yeah. so it's really just about taking your day from wherever it is when you catch the show to wherever it is you want to go and so you know yeah. you can be in the middle of the night in the middle of the afternoon that's the great thing about the truth it always does its job no matter what the clock has to say mm. so mm. amen yeah awesome. powerful stuff right there i can't wait to dive in but before <laughs> i do dr lauren michaels harris strives mm. to motivate inspire and uplift every person who crosses his path mm. he is the executive producer with the e360 television network and president of trajectory television network he is a mentor purpose discovery coach author and tv presenter he has been heard on larry king live and npr radio and seen on nbc nbc CBS, CNN, and Fox. He has also been featured on the covers of Shift Magazine, Heart of Hollywood, The Global Achievers Magazine, People Magazine, and so many more. And back in, in December of 2022, a year ago from when this will be aired, Dr. Lauren received the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award from the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. He is also the founder of the Power of We Symposium, which celebrates underserved kids of color. He works with an elite group of coaching clients to hone their divine purpose and then take that purpose into the world. Mm -hmm. His motto is you do the work and I will provide the stages. Yeah. So, and you've also been in a movie oh. um, <laughs> recently in the last year that oh. aired on the Peacock Network. So, yeah. gosh, you have so many things. To oh, look at the do. time. <laughs> Let's go. So many things. So I want to start off with the first question of what does investing in self-love look like to you? Well, it looks like everything that starts something. So it looks like the striking of the match, the shooting of the starter's pistol, the crack of the whip, all those things that signify the beginning of anything that is, you know, truly a race. And when I say race, it's not because we're competing with each other when we hear it. It's because we're competing with time. Right. You know, we want, we, our soul is thirsty for something. Our mm. spirit is hungry for something. And we're eager to, to feed and to, you know, pour into people just naturally. So you get it from both directions, you know, and it's, it's what makes the journey so, 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 so wonderful and interesting, I think. Mm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. 
You know, I love that you said it makes the journey interesting. Speaking mm. of interesting, <laughs> we all have this interesting journey that we've been on. It's called childhood and life. And mm. I know that you have an interesting journey in what you've been through. Do you, would you be open to sharing about your childhood and some of the scars that I may have received? There you go. Yeah, so, sure. Well, first, I, I, I want to frame it frame yeah. that season of childhood it's brief because it's magical yeah magic wouldn't be magic if it wasn't so quick that if you blinked at the wrong time you'd miss it right that's what makes sleight of hand sleight of hand that's what makes us go how did he do that mm -hmm. you know and so i like to refer to childhood as a magical moment it lasts that long and it, it, seriously it's as long yeah. as it takes you to go it's over. And then there are those who that magical moment gets snatched pretty much in mid intake of mm. magic when you're like in the middle of the moment, the aha, oh my, you know, because trauma yeah, just steps in unexpected and all these things and, and really has a way of snatching a huge piece of childhood from so many people. But not really. I know after all that, you hear <laughs> not really. Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, I'll, you know, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. And then I'll shut up and bounce it back over to you. But I say that to people because, you know, once upon a time, I cried enough for the world. Mm -hmm. So nobody needed to hear my message because then uh, there were no tears left for them to cry for me because I'd already cried them all myself. But then they switched. Those tears switch from tears of, of suffering and pain and um, a lot of misconceptions and all these different things. They switch suddenly to tears of joy. And now, so when now I'm at a point of the journey where I don't just say, oh, bye to all those ones that hurt. No. Why? How come, how bad could they have been? Shay, Shay, they, they led me right here to this moment with you. So everything that I ever lived, how bad could it have truly been in this big scheme of things? It led me to every moment that I get to live today. Couldn't have gotten here without any of it. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have. And so the reason I say that is because what I love about this journey and this story that I get to extract or mine, if you will, it's like mining for gold, is I get to show people to what you were mentioning, living beyond our scars. Mm. You know, scars are, 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 are like genies. They're the bottles that carry genies. They're the magic books that hold the, 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 the magic potions and spells. They really are. Why, how is that? Well, first of all, because number one, any scar on our body and everything we can see on the outside, you know, through our eyes and hear through our, our ears and experience through our senses, those three-dimensional experiences are all there to let us know if you can experience that on the outside, you can experience its sister or brother, its twin on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so... When I look at a scar on my finger, I have one right here. I can tell you exactly what happened that day. So first of all, I look at it. It's not bleeding and I'm not screaming my head off like I was that fateful day when I was nine years old in fourth grade when I cut this finger in a new sash window on a Wednesday afternoon. Mm. Yeah. And I knew it was a Wednesday afternoon because I had Cub Scouts later that afternoon. But we had just had new sash windows placed around our house, the kind that opened from the inside. They were a new thing. It was like mm -hmm. the newest thing in the 70s. And I undid one, unlocked it and left it open, but forgot to put a chair so I could scoot in backwards when I came home from school and sneak upstairs and scare my mom. I was a little prankster, but I forgot mm. to put a chair down there to land on because I was a little guy. And when I was hanging there, my hand got caught in and boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, it's cut. And I run upstairs through the house, spewing blood everywhere, out the middle, out the door, down the street. I need a Band-Aid. I need a Band-Aid. And my mom was just sitting there watching the edge of night as I flew past her, spewing blood all over the place. And yes. some neighbors threw me in a car, took me to the emergency room. My mom caught up about a few minutes later. So, but you notice right there, that was nine years old. I'm 61 years old. And I can see every second. Mm -hmm. of that story and all the parts that I didn't tell you. So not only is it immediate proof of healing when I look at it, mm -hmm. but it is it is the, it is something that shows me that there's it is an undeniable proof of the sacred gift of remembering. Mm -hmm. Now, 
remembering isn't like, oh, yeah, I remember that time we were at Magic Mountain and you ate those 28 hot dogs and got sick. That was so funny. That's a fond memory. That's not the kind I'm talking about. I'm talking about remembering yourself to a specific moment in time. There's a reason that I can remember that this scar wanted was put there so that through my entire journey, I would have a bridge back to that season of my life. Mm. And I'll tell you, that was a year and a half. This was a year and a half before the mother, only mother I had known, the one you hear about, one of the 22 you hear about in the, in the Gold Cats video. The very, she was number two, not the one who bore me, but the one who took me home. And she suddenly, like a year and a half later, she dropped dead out of nowhere. And that's when I found out I wasn't who I thought I was all those years. I found out that there, there, there was a, a quiet little secret to my existence and all the rest that came with it. But again, I look at this because this is there to remind me before that trauma, you had this thing, this scar, which when you cut your finger, the only time I've ever had stitches outside of my knee replacement, I had about four years ago, well into my 50s. And so... The beauty of living beyond our scars is so that we we share the magic, mm. you know, because when you do it on when you can follow this pattern from the outside, looking at any scar, that's why you think people that have been in wars and hunters and athletes and, and no matter what it is, people like the guys always comparing scars. Yeah, I caught this one. Yeah, it's 44. Yeah, I got this in Korea, you know, mm-hmm. and that right because they're like badges of honor. Mm-hmm. scars because they can there's always a story that rides sidecar to the scar so if it's like that on the outside you best believe it's the same with scars we cannot see mm-hmm. and so once you acknowledge the scar because you can see it it's not bleeding and gaping it is healed now you're ready to show to, to show to the world share with the world give back if you will why it had to have been and the result of that of that wound the result of this scar or these scars is this story. Are these stories? And that's where the magic. See, here's the deal. Here's why this is so, so, so very important. Because scars stay hidden. Mm. And the thing is, and they're supposed to until they're until they have grown above the soil. See, things that personally affect us, trigger us, encourage us that that put support beams beneath us because they are there holding us up to the people we have no idea we're going to become one day. But they're being placed there as rafters, you know, pillars, a drywall, if you will. You're framing out the building to build around it and build so it will be sturdy, a house that is built, you know, not on the sand, but on the rocks, you know, where it is sturdy. And so it's. It, I love... When I get to, and matter of fact, what's so interesting is all of the the speaking gigs that I've already been booked and accepted coming up in 2024, I just introduced Living Beyond Our Scars this year in 23. Mm -hmm. And so I got it in late, you know, because they were selecting this, you know, this time last year for all the gigs this past year, 23. But I got in on, I got in early this year. I got smart. I got somebody to help me. And 100%. Of the people that have, have hired me so far this year for next year have chosen out of four different topics, living beyond our scars. Mm. You know, um, because that's when it really becomes living. Yes. You know, it's like when you first heard that term, the whole story, of the, you know, the whole, and the whole thing of the adage about beauty from ashes. Mm-hmm. The whole story of the phoenix rising and all these different things, the clay, the broken pottery, you know, how the light, you look at the Japanese artwork, those rare vases where they take the cracked pottery and they, they fuse it with gold. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, just so many examples, you know, how cracks are, that's how the light enters into the darkness. It's just so many different clues and, 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 there, and clues are nothing more than, than, than mile markers milestones they they, they're there to to leave clues to light the way they're breadcrumbs you know we're on a scavenger hunt in this journey seeking our highest self that we are intended to reach in this leg of known as this life and so yeah childhood magical moments and that remembering it's like this last thing 
Like, so if like I'm holding in my hand a regular yellow Sharpie that people use to highlight in books and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they see us on your show, but I know they hear us. It's audio and. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's both. Okay. Yes. So it's just like, you know, we've all done this, I think, or most of us, where you'll somehow misplace the cap to a highlighter. Right. And you go pick it. Oh, shoot. The first thing you do is check it to see if it's completely bone dry. A lot of people take and throw it right in the trash. You know, but I've been so broken down on my knuckles before that I had to do everything. I don't care if it was, you know, putting some water in the tip to get some more out, trying to pull the thing out and flipping it around. Mm -hmm. I've done all that back in the day. Mm -hmm. But now, but I had never, it took me years to learn. Sometimes it was just a matter of me seeking and looking for the cap I had misplaced. Because if you catch it soon enough, put that cap, you remember this cap and this end into its original form. S click them right back together, just like this. Now they've been remembered. Mm -hmm. Different than, oh, I remember when you ate all those and drank all those drinks. No, this is, I have been remembered to its original. Where it's, And then you come back after a little while, take it off, and lo and behold, it's not dry anymore. It's useful again. It's mm -hmm. almost magical. <laughs> Same thing in real life. When we find the courage to return to the proverbial scenes of crimes. You know, when you tell the story of a scar, you're returning to the scene, that bloody scene. And sometimes, you know, back then you were like, why would I ever want to remember this horrible thing? Blood everywhere. I got 13 stitches and I got a whooping after I got my stitches out. Of course. You know, which I did. <laughs> you know, because and the thing is, you know, even then, back in that magical time called childhood, what is greater than us, what we believe is greater than us, is already already working with us to to hone us and carve us into the strong travelers that we need to be along this journey and it is teaching us then that no matter what everything we live has a story mm. it has it is a part of us of, of our story and so i just know this i know that there are there is a lot of life a lot of abundance that there is a lot of opportunity and creativity and possibility all living within our scars. Because, you know, a lot of us, when the people have scars, say if it's on their face or someplace where it's supposedly unattractive, you know, it could be even a birthmark. People treat them like scars. Try to cover it up, grow some bangs over it, wear a hat, put a scarf on, wear gloves, never wear long, never wear short pants, always wear long, whatever the case may be. When no, you know, we we honor our scars mm. so that we cannot have, you know, hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. That story. Case in point, again, back to the the Goldcast video. That was the very first time I spoke my truth about having had 22 mothers. It had been something I'd been ashamed of all my life. All my life. And I still to this day don't know. Well, I was going to say, I don't know where I learned that behavior to be ashamed of it, but I do. You know, abuse has a way of whispering lies to children, mm -hmm. to all people, to all people, not just children, but particularly so vulnerable children. And so I just. I just know that there's a lot of a lot of TNT, spiritual TNT. Inside of things that we honor that we that you got to wonder. Why would something work so hard to make me feel less than, mm -hmm. to make me feel, you know, to shrink, telling me to shrink, to hide, to cower, to do anything but uplift everything that is good? You know, as soon as you smile, your, everything in your face goes up, your eyebrows go up, my hands and shoulders just went up because I'm being expressive. But things that whisper make everything cave in. It's like someone took the cap off of the air thing on me. and mm -hmm. Like the 50-foot Frosty in my yard when I turn him off at night. Right. I stand there and watch him as he just kind of slowly bows down until mm -hmm. he's laying flat on his face like he is out there right now. But there is still a power switch, just like there is for that 50-foot Frosty, which I will turn tonight, click at sunset, and I stand there again. Always, and I do this, I promise you, every time I turn him on, ever since Wednesday, uh, Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, I sit there and go, because it's the first year of it. Mm. You're going to stand all the way up again? 
Is it going to work again? Is he going to be able to get back up again? And he does, you know. And again, see, that's why I love when I saw Frosty last year in the store, I ran up and I hugged him because it was my favorite show in that magical time known as childhood. Mm. And I just ran up and hugged him and my husband took a picture of it mm. and I posted it. And then I ended up getting that 50 foot Frosty for Christmas last year. And now he's in my yard. Mm. And again, see, trauma can take things, but they only take them momentarily. See, trauma and, and things like that, no matter when we live through them, as long as we live through them. That's why I encourage everyone, when you're giving sol uh, your comfort and encouragement to the people that you care about, don't, don't, don't encourage them to get over something. Don't encourage them to, oh, one day you'll get around it. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure somehow you're going to come from and dig from underneath this. Mm -hmm. No, that's wall talk. That's the only thing you get over, get around, or dig under is a wall. But what I know to be source, spirit, God, greater than all of those things that serve us and created us for light and love and service to humans, to mankind, to this world, to each other, and to ease suffering wherever we can. I'm to speak to those, those, those places, those entities. You know, everything is about everything you've just heard me say. And so it's just really important it's really important for people to understand that there are no mistakes. The universe does not make mistakes. That's just their way of keeping your shit interesting. That's all they're doing. They're keeping it interesting. You know, everything you ever thought was going to take you out, if you were to put a soundtrack behind it, you'd have so many blockbusters. What kind of movie do they stand in line for hours to get tickets for that doesn't Make the hair stand up on your neck where the music doesn't make the chair that you're sitting in rumble, you know, sound effects. And it's got all these things and it's got things that make you cry, parts that make you laugh. That's called an experience. And that's what everything you've ever lived is there for is to provide an experience. A teaching experience, a learning experience, a growth experience, a humbling experience, no matter how you slice it. As long as you see it as an experience, because experience is what provides us with authority. Mm. It's that thing you can't buy online. They can't give you a diploma for experience. They can, they can acknowledge it. Like when people come back from, you know, they raised a family and they re-enter a lot of wives and moms and who gave up their, their careers, went to college and never got to do it. Or, you know, and they re-enter, they get credits for life experience. Mm -hmm. Give them credit. But see, if they'll do that at community colleges, four-year colleges, universities, graduate schools, when you come back from just living life, if they'll do it there, how come more of us can't do it for ourselves? Why does it have to be printed on a piece of paper? Why don't you just give yourself the credit you have coming? You know. And so that is the beauty of what I love about living beyond our scars. Finally, putting grades in the grade book under your name where they belong. You did not fail. It wasn't because you didn't show up. It wasn't bad or poor citizenship. You just didn't put your own grade in the grade book. And it's your grade that matters the most. It truly is. So that's really what it's all about for me. And it's well, my story you, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Lauren, what thank you for sharing all of that. Of you shared so many nuggets that I know our audience is probably taking notes um, mm -hmm. because it was just so, so many. But I want to pick out something that you said in the kind of the middle there mm -hmm. about being grateful for everything that you've gone through. And I, on my journey of abuse, addiction and anger and depression and low self-worth and all the things. I found that when I was on the other side of it and on my healing journey that I chose to do, I started to take stock and be thankful for everything, literally everything. And I think there's something to be said for what you just said about every you're thank you're grateful for everything that you've been through. You're grateful for all of those scars because it right. made you who you are. You're grateful for that magical time of childhood. Yep. And I think a lot of times 
we don't look at that. Society doesn't look at that as, like you said, the learning and growing and and living experience as it should be, right? We look at it as victimhood sometimes. I failed and yeah, I failed. Know, I didn't do she it. Can't get her shit together. You oh, know. Poor me. All this stuff. You know, right, right. I'm not the worth party it. Goes on and on. On and on and on. So what was it that inspired you to really get that strength and that courage and that bravery to really look at life from a thriving point of view rather than just surviving? Love that question. And I love to answer that question. It was it ties into what I was getting with getting or getting around, getting over, getting under that wall talk. Yeah. Because doors, uh, all those, all the things that are great that work with us, that serve us, they everything that we live through is like a window or a door, not a wall, because that's why they're called windows of opportunities, doors of opportunities, yeah. not walls of opportunity. Right. Never heard that. It's just like people complain about something hurting. Well, have you ever heard of growing tickles? i haven't no i heard of growing pains Mm -hmm. i mean it's got a name for a reason it's not the names of things that we understand or don't understand the names of that 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 is the treachery is the danger zone it's those things we let parade around in our worlds that we haven't named Mm -hmm. what's wrong with you not everything what's wrong with you that woman at work what woman at work that one up in uh, hr Mm-hmm. Well, what's wrong with your job? What's wrong with her? Just everything. Those just everything. There, there's no specific thing. They should just say it's yeah. the HR leader or, or the l- woman in HR, Gail. She's a bitch. Yeah. It's even if you, I mean, even if she's not, and it's you. At least now it has a name. You can go right. find out if it really is Gail. And then if you find out it ain't, you might find yourself on the other side mm-hmm. of the equation. Whatever. You're gonna find yeah. more by naming something than you're gonna by letting it just that's butterfly pattern. You'll never catch it because you don't have a net. It's just flying. Things that don't have names that don't serve us are like butterflies. They don't have a flight pattern, like a bird from a limb to this or a bee from this flower to that flower. So you run around and you never catch it. And you start thinking, I'm crazy. I'm never getting anywhere. Nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. I'm not growing. Well, first of all, words that deceive. What? Be careful what comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. First word I tell people to get rid of using wrong is T-O-O. If you leave T-O-O at the end of a sentence where I believe it has been divinely placed, where it is inclusive, it's a blessing. Oh, come on. Uh, Come on. Come on, Miss Sparks. Get in. There's room (laughs) for you, too. Come on, every one of you. Join Mm. me on this 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 movement of of easing suffering in the world. There's room in in this collective, in this container for you, too. But the moment we move it, it becomes, oh, I'm too old. Oh, no, Mm. I'm too fat. Oh, oh, Lord, are you kidding? It's way too late. And then we sabotage our own growth and all of our own blessings. We block our own blessings by saying, oh, Lord, I really, oh, Lord Jesus, too much. Soon as you say it's too much, you've asked what is greater than you to honor the contract, which says you'll never be put through more than you can handle. And as yeah. soon as you say too much, poof, something somewhere will disappear to balance right. according to what you have said with your own mouth. So doors and windows. Don't listen to door talk. Wall talk. I mean, don't listen to wall talk. Listen to to doors and windows, opportunities. Because what is greater than us knows that if we'll peek through, why does it have two options? You can either use the door or use the window. The door is to go in so you can get through. The window is for you to peek in. So you can, if you need to have proof of what's in there, peek through the window. Now go on in there. Because you got to go in it to get through it. You got to get to it in order to get through it. You really do. And finally, always remembering that each one of these challenges, each one of these, like, what is that thing they have in the military? Obstacle courses that we go through. Mm -hmm. They're based on our journey, within our journey, on a need-to-know basis, which is based directly on a need-to-grow basis. So you need to, you start itching. I want to know, I wonder what if, I think I could, wouldn't it be something if you start seeking? So now you want to know, because once you know something, guess what? Now you grow. Mm-hmm. Well, if I'd have known then what I know now, how many people have said that? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's based, always know. The reason I'm not stupid, I'm not a late bloomer. It's on a need to know based on a need to grow. 
spaces. You need to grow right now. So right now is when you need to know this. That was when she learned it. It was when she needed to know it. Mm. Because here's the deal. Again, all of this stuff that has to do with emotions and trauma and scars and the way we talk to ourselves, we are in charge of everything below the soil. That's the root system. That's where you get fertilizer, you get watered, everything beneath, beneath the, the, the people. Some people say beneath the surface, beneath the skin, beneath, you know, is beneath the soil. We are the tree. And mm-hmm. what is above, you know, is what we show the world. You know, that's when we, we prune it, this, that, and the other. But the real work takes place in the soil, beneath the soil, and around the soil. We got to know when somebody's got to go get out of here, weed. Get out of here, Todd. Don't pour that shit on me again. That is poison, not fertilizer. Know the difference, people. Know the difference. And so it's all about beneath the soil. And scars, you know, people go up, you ever see a tree with a big knot or something? Like, Ooh, there's a good old tree here. Mm-hmm. Boy, this tree has seen some days. Sometimes we even sit and wonder, wonder what it was like when it was two years old. What was going on around on this very property? Mm-hmm. What were they talking about? What were they dreaming about? Who were these people? If this tree could talk, you see, because it just, it looks, it makes it look wise and spiritual. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Mystical. Like you, it's revered. It's revered. You almost want to whisper because it's old and gnarled and scarred. <laughs> it's weathered some storms, but it still stands as a testimony. And our work will stand. When we when we work through this 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 lens through this filter of the four agreements mm-hmm. of principles, things that we cannot break, but we certainly can find ourselves broken against them. When we live to do our best and to ease as much as we can as far as suffering in the world on a day-to-day basis, not a shared custody agreement, all the time. Attempt to do your very best. Always be impeccable with your word. Mean what you say and say what you mean. When you do that, it is meaningful, full of meaning. Did you hear how both of those worked in both directions? You Mm -hmm. want to look for things that go in both directions. It's called flow. It creates this eight, this infinity, this helix, all this you see right now. It is flow. It is flow. And when we leave our work, our lives work, when it's time, you don't want to leave it with panic in your spirit. It's too soon. I'm not finished. Martin Luther King knew his dream was bigger than him because as soon as he told us about little girls and little boys and what he saw coming, he followed up immediately with, but I may not get there with you. Yeah. Because a lot of us have to understand our callings, our soul's thirst that is being quenched. We're leaving work that people will heal, heal from, hopefully, grow from prayerfully and learn from joyfully for thousands of years and that means it must be left in its truest form or it will wither on the vine we don't you cannot expect a version to last the test of time only the truth and 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 we can't count on our work to be carried forward in videos and books history has proven that they will take that away people's lives could be on the line if they get caught with that propaganda But what they cannot take are stories where people whisper them in the dead of night from mouth to ear, mouth to ear, because they not only live on their tongues, they first lived on their hearts. Mm. And that is what will keep it alive for thousands of years. And every single one of us has greatness within us that allows that very possibility to be a reality. Mm, Lauren, we could just talk for hours. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. you are you are preaching really is what you're you're doing you're just giving so much so much wisdom and i just want to take a quick shout out to my sponsors really quick before we continue because this is such an amazing conversation but shout out to the sponsors of heroes media group and adam bird over there team yay that i get to work with who helped produce this show and also, I want to give a shout out to ULA Universe. They have an energy supplement called Sisu Stamina. Mm. And I absolutely love it. It's a chewable. And in the afternoon, normally I like to have a cup of coffee. And with this chewable, I don't have to. I just am 
chew it in, chew it up. It's like tastes like vitamin C chewable. And with if you go to their website, ulauniverse.com and use the promo code SPARKS10, it will give you 10% off your purchase. Mm. And also, I want to mention the Firestarters book project. We are connecting and collaborating other thought leaders, creative thought leaders inside a book. And if you are interested in joining the movement, then feel free to check out firestartersbookproject.com. Well, Lauren, one of the things that you just mentioned was about the storytelling and, and sharing of stories. And it makes me really, I've said this many times, but I, I just feel like it needs to be reiterated whenever it shows mm, up, mm. is that we, when we learn something, it's knowledge. And then it just is knowledge in our head and it doesn't become wisdom until we share it. Mm. Oh, I got to ring the bell. I like <laughs> that. Yeah. And you have so much wisdom and I love what your movement really is, is helping others share their wisdom. Mm -hmm. So how did you get involved with helping others share their wisdom? <laughs> I love this question too. I, I'll never forget the day. Oh, here he is right here. It was back when I first started in 16 in this business. My very first coach who was in my the audience of my very first paid speaking gig. Mm -hmm. And that was Barry Schimmel. And we wrote my first book together, How to Get Paid Speaking Gigs Fast. And I'll never forget the session where he said, okay, come over to my house. We need to get your legal papers together. I'm going to have my attorney here and we're going to get your, your contract ready for your coaching business. I was like, mm -hmm. what coaching business? Ain't nobody said nothing about coaching. <laughs> You will one day have it. I said, okay, uh, how, how do you know that? He goes, because they're going to tell you. Mm. That they who? He goes, people that are, been, who will be drawn to what you're teaching. They're going to, they're, and I'll be doggone. It was two, like a year later, I was on a call. I thought those were just like bedside comfort calls that came with this work. You know, like, yeah, okay, all right, girl. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> you know, right. And just sitting there talking to people like free counseling or something. And then this one woman said to me, boy, I'm so grateful that it finally happened. And I was like, what? She's like, that God finally brought my coach to me. I was like, he did? When? She was like, just now. I was like, someone's there? And she goes, you. Wow. I mean, it was like, I feel like Gilligan because I hadn't, I still had no idea every time that she was talking about me. And then it dawned, I remember the day he told me that. So wow. that is how it happened. It's like, just like when they say, when the student, when the teacher, when the student is ready, the teacher yeah. will appear. Well, yeah. when the teacher is ready, the students yeah. will appear again. There it is working yeah. in both directions. Those things that work in both directions, y'all. I'm telling you, don't fall asleep on those. So, <laughs> I, I say that. I quote that all the time, Laura. So, you know, yes, it's a real thing. It is. Yeah. I've experienced it many, many, many times in my own life. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, so that's how it was. And I'll tell you this about the coaching. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't, testimonials just will make you go. And I'll tell you why. Not because Laura's all, I don't have magic wand or anything like that. But what I do when people come and coach with me, they come in for life. Mm -hmm. They they pay one time. It's not this, and it's not for six weeks or twelve months. Or why should you have a, a spiritual biological clock ticking? You know, like how do we know divine timing? Hold on. Mm -hmm. if, and if I can do what I say, I'm going to do with you, and you you're going to be impeccable with your word. Why would either one of us want to not be around to watch all this stuff come to fruition? I don't want to miss any of it. I already know because I've seen. I have divine downloads. I've seen. That's part of my gifts. They give me glimpses into the greatness of certain people and I end up working with them. And so that is the thing. And then here's another thing. And no matter where you get your coaching, look for this one. I really believe that a lot of people will be more successful coming out of coaching. And if they don't offer it, you demand it. Don't let people coach you based on what you don't have. Well, first of all, we need to go find this for you. You don't have this and you don't have that. If you only had that, they're building you out based on a one day, someday calendar. The mm -hmm. results will be one day or someday. And do what I say. And one day you'll be able to never comes. Right. 
That's why I say I do this. You do the work. I'll provide the stages because I put a date in front of your ass. Oh, you're keynoting in 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 Chattahoochee, Mississippi, at a university down there. Two months from tomorrow. Now, guess what? Every day you wake up, that day is getting closer to you. Mm. People can leap buildings in single bounds when they have to. That's yeah. not someday or one day. That's Monday the twelfth coming up six weeks from now, mm. or whatever it is. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that in so in how would I do that so fast? Because first thing I do with people is inventory. How well, how well have you, is your stewardship? What have you been doing with all the things that have come to you to make, to position you to be the authority on this subject? Did you lose it in the cushions of your life? Did you stuff it under the console, the seats of the car in your spiritual world? Do you dump everything in the junk drawer? Because guess what? Even don't be ashamed of throwing it all in the junk drawer. Here's stuff in a junk drawer, literal. <laughs> but do you see me say, let me just throw this in the garbage. No, I'm putting it right back in this drawer because I know if it's in there, I'm going to need it. And it's important to me. And I may not have a little curio or a box or a little specific spot for each one of these things. But just that I honored it by putting it all in this junk drawer is me doing my best. And I am. You see what I mean? So mm -hmm. we go get everything that you have ever lived. Bring it in here and put it on this kitchen table. Because when you look at everything you've already been given. It automatically opens up all the things that you still need. And it's not going to show you what you want. It's going to show you what you need. What empty chairs are still at the table. You need someone to sit there. You need someone up there. You need another person over there. Because it is not what we do alone. It is what we do together. That's the Power We theme coming up in October here in Chicago. Shame Always me. together, never Always alone together, is the sticky note that he's holding alone. up. That's right. That's right. Just came up with that on Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just named on Thanksgiving. So there it is. There it is. And I encourage Can everybody. You move your mic back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See, I get going. <laughs> we I'll got you all this. passionate and stuff, and you're just throwing your mic around. And <laughs> yeah, I'm like Patty LaBelle. That's like my equivalent of Patty LaBelle kicking her shoes off when she yes. sings, you know. <laughs> but I just, I'm, I'm excited about it all, and I just know that this is going to be a big year coming up for all of us. Yeah, be ready for great abundance. Just be prepared. S repeat it to yourself every day, all day that I am ready for it. Know what you're going to do with it. Move out of living every day in a perpetual state of surprise. When great things happen, don't be surprised because that just that's that's what happens to people who don't know what to do with it. People that win a lottery. Lord, I won a lottery. If you'd have believed it when you bought the ticket now that you got. Why do you think they're broke so soon? Afterwards. Right. You would already have the lawyer set up. You would already. Yes. I know, I, I, you I know mine do. is. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. So live in a perpetual state of expectancy so that when those great things show up, you go, there you are. I knew you were coming. Come on. Let me show you where you go from here. I've mm -hmm. got a room for you. Let me show you to your room. I, love I expected you, you know, and boy, changes everything. That's it. I love that. Lauren, we have to finish up, but I have just a few more questions. So in just a few sentences, could you share with us what you want to be remembered for your legacy? Getting up every day and finding one E and one R. Woke up that way. If I woke up great, I went to sleep greater. If I woke up nice, I went to sleep nicer. Mm. If I woke up strong, I went to sleep stronger. He was known for getting up and finding. That was my mission in the day. To find one E and one R. Because when I do that, I check all the other boxes. Beautiful. That's beautiful. We mentioned your website. Where can people connect with you? Social media, buy your books, all those things. Everything is Lauren Michaels Harris. So it's Lauren Michaels Harris at Gmail to just write me. LaurenMichaelsHarris.com. Lauren Michaels Harris is my public figure page on Facebook. LinkedIn. Dr. Lauren Michaels Harris on LinkedIn, of course. And X and all the others. Just, just put in Lauren Michaels. Just Google me is what I really recommend people to do so you can get baptized into the full body of the work. Because it's not about my name. It's about the the stuff beneath the soil. Mm. Those blessings that came that they're the most important things. Love it. Love it. Well, before you go, I always like to leave with this question of what phrase, scripture, or mantra are you living by right now? It is a mantra that came as a download to me a couple years ago, I was just thinking it a few minutes ago, where I was told, Lauren, if you truly want to 
live your highest life in this journey, you know, find your highest self, all you have to do every day for the rest of your journey is to get up, be willing to bring something to this world that they've never seen before. But at the same token, that means you must be willing to wake up every day and become a Lauren that you've never been before. Mm-hmm. And that's the mantra that I live by today. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's perfect. Because one cancels out the other. Yeah. It's perfect for our audience as well. Well, Lauren, thank you so much. It's just been thank a you. joy to have you. I so appreciate you thank taking you so much. time out of your busy schedule. It was an honor. Thank you. And stay tuned for our next segment. This is the special segment that I like to call Don't Be a Dick. And Dick is an acronym that stands for Dishonorable, Inconsiderate, Conniving, and Know-It-All. And in today's episode with Lauren, he actually mentioned the four agreements. And he mentioned each one of them on how we can be these things and hold these for ourselves, hold ourselves accountable with these four agreements so that we are a better people as a society. And I just want to go over them again with you. And I'm going to read them from from this. I have this deck of cards that is about the four agreements, but it is also a book. And the and the cards are authored by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it is Toltec wisdom. It is ancient wisdom. And at some point he learned it, it became knowledge. And so it wasn't until he shared it that it became wisdom. And these four agreements really set us up to be kind to ourselves as well as kind to others. Just like when we don't take accountability or responsibility for actions, we can show up as being a dick. We can be mean to other people and not even realize it. And then we can be mean to each other and know it. I mean, I just encountered some major stuff recently where the guy, I don't know if he knew he was being a dick, but he was being a dick. And it wasn't advertising anything other than was that he is the one that was insecure and had issues and had problems. And when he unleash his wrath, if you will, onto me, I couldn't help but laugh. Now, mind you, this was in a text. It was not over the phone, but it made me feel like, wow, right. I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even deserve that. And yet it has nothing to do with me, which is one of the, the four agreements is that you don't take anything personally. So when this guy is going off on me and I'm reading it and he's, he's not nice. I'm just going to say kind of cussed me out a little bit. And I not kidding. I didn't take it personally. I actually said, thank you for showing me who you are. Thank you for sharing your authentic self. Because in my mind, I dodged a bullet with this guy. So the four agreements is really kind of the counteraction the counter action to being a dick and those four agreements are being impeccable with your word not taking anything personally not making assumptions and always doing your best and one of the things that i like to help my clients with is really finding what is honorable to them? What are their boundaries? What does that look like? What does best look like? Doesn't necessarily mean it means better compared to someone else. It might mean just best for you in that moment of time that you're going through something. It's not about faking it till you make it. It's not about being something that you're not. It's not about putting that mask on and putting that smile on and just pushing through. Nope. It's not about that at all. It's about honoring yourself so that you can honor others. Honoring your feelings. What is it that you're going through? Lauren mentioned today about beyond the scars. How are you 
moving beyond the scars to be your best. Oftentimes we allow those scars to to hide us, to remind us that something hurtful happened and then we fall into that victim mentality like we kind of touched on. And instead, you can take that scar as a reminder that it's time. Now is the time to do your best for you. And guess what happens when you do the best for you? The people around you automatically benefit. Yeah, isn't that cool? When you're at your best, you give permission to other people to be at their best. And it's contagious. Just like being a dick is contagious. So you get to choose which side you want to be on. Do you want to be impeccable with your word? Do you want to be able to not take things personally? Do you want to be at your best? Do you want to not make assumptions about other people? Or do you want to be dishonorable and considerate, conniving and know-it-all? So I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you're thinking. Maybe you're like, you know what, Shay, today I feel like being a dick. And you know what? I'm just going to say this. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to to not always be the happy clappy and like my friend Kim says or or not always put the put the positive spin on it. It's okay. Just own it and be honorable to you and the people around you by letting them know, hey, I'm in a bad mood right now. So let me know how you are honoring yourself. And let me know if you've read the four agreements and what you thought. You leave me a message at theshaysparksshow.com. You, there's a place to leave a voice message or you can send me an email on there. And I would love to hear from you. And when you send me a voice message, I will put it on the show. Of course, if it's with your permission, of course. And if you have any questions about the four agreements and how to be more honorable with yourself, you can always message me on there as well. I'm here to coach, guide, spark you into being fired up about your life and business. So if I can help you in any way, please reach out. So until next time, let's get fired up.